So today on From Here to There, Redefining Home, we are going to touch on a topic, a small brief topic, but also um, something that I think is one of the most important things, um, which is first impressions. Um, So everybody knows that you only have one chance to make a great first impression, um, but I don't know that people really understand how important that is in real estate whenever you're considering selling your home. So I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about way back before I was a licensed realtor, I actually worked in Austin. I was in college in Austin at UT, um, and I was working the front desk of a Keller Williams office. It was the Southwest Market Center um, in Austin. For those of you that don't know, Keller Williams actually um, is based out of Austin, Texas, uh, was formed by Gary Keller and Joe Williams, and Gary Keller used to walk people into the Southwest Market Center, which was something to be very proud of, and talk to people that were considering purchasing a, um, I guess, a franchise of Keller Williams, and he would walk them in through the front doors. We knew exactly who he was, Um, and me standing up there in the front, a young, I guess, maybe 20-year-old or so, Gary Keller would walk in, and um, the franchise, you know, people contending on um, considering purchasing a franchise would start to just walk right past our front desk. And Gary Keller would back them up a little bit and say, we do not walk by our front desk like that. You need to really keep in mind that these are not um, receptionists up here. These are the directors of first impressions. And of course, we all felt very special. Um, But we all know that that's true, right? You're getting ready to um, see a doctor for the first time and That person at the front desk can kind of set the tone of the whole thing um, and and really, you know, give you kind of some insight into the office and maybe how it's run and and really makes you start formulating opinions, especially when it's the first time that you are introduced to an office um, or and the first person that you meet in the office. So today we're going to actually talk about the first impressions your home gives. And you have to keep in mind you're not there when somebody is considering purchasing your home and walking up to the front door. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about how to make a really great first impression, um, which I talk to a lot of my clients about over and over again in saying that people will stand on your front porch longer than they will stand anywhere else in your home when they are taking a tour of your home, especially if they're on a time crunch or they're there to look at, you know, 10 houses in that day or something like that. So really want to make a great first impression. And another thing I tend to tell most of my sellers is to do this little brief exercise of pulling your car around to the front of your house where a realtor or a guest would park and get out and try and really look at your house. So stand on that front curb, close your eyes for a second, open your eyes and look at your house as if it's the first time you're ever seeing it. So we would want to start with the curb and kind of looking at that. Does it need to be power? washed? Do your sidewalks need to be power washed? Are the um, numbers on the sidewalk, if there are numbers out there, are those starting to chip and fade away or are they nice and fresh? Um, I would also say this isn't an absolute must, but if you have a very customized um, front numbers on your on your curb, so some people have, you know, Dallas Cowboys or um, Texas Longhorns or A&M or something like that. If you do, it 
it might be a good idea to neutralize that. I don't know that that's critical. Um, but again, we're just trying to appeal to the broadest audience. And if someone doesn't care for your sports team, you might not care very much. Um, but you do care whenever you're selling your home, if that kind of puts a bad vibe in their mouth, even if they don't really care about sports, it's just something highly personalized. So maybe neutralizing that, but for sure, making sure they're crisp and clean, no matter what. And then as you walk up to the front door, making sure that your front yard grass doesn't look terrible. Um, we all have weeds here in South Texas. And as we are about to have a very good freeze in the next few days, I know your grass isn't going to look perfect and green, but let's just make sure that it's not something that makes people get out of their car and immediately think there's a project for me. Look at all those weeds. Look at that dirt that needs new sod, that kind of thing. So, um, if I tell people that they don't, if, if I know people don't have a ton of money, sometimes that front first impression is where we need to throw a limited budget um, whenever somebody is um, considering selling their house and they don't have a lot of time or energy or, or funds to put into the house. So fresh mulch, which we've talked about probably on almost I don't know, 50% of our podcasts or something. Fresh mulch is something you can do easily yourself. Buy bags, put them in your trunk of your car, head home, have the kids help you. But we always say a dark colored mulch or a brown mulch um, are best whenever you are considering making a great first impression when considering selling your home. I also want you to kind of look up if you have trees in your front yard, first of all, bonus points for you. Everybody in Texas tends to um, really like trees, seeing mature trees if possible. Um, but if those trees are a little too mature and have started to have low hanging branches that are blocking the view of your home, that is something that I don't think buyers always perceive what the problem is. But when they are getting out of a car and seeing that, it looks like a maintenance issue and they can't see the beautiful front of your house. And so it just kind of creates a darkness, a kind of not so well taken care of appearance. So maybe trim some of that undergrowth up if your branches are hanging really low in those in those trees. Um, and then as we walk up the sidewalk slowly, again, trying to keep fresh eyes on this as if this is someone else's house, a house that you are touring and thinking about purchasing instead of that same house that you look at every day and don't notice all of the blemishes. So walking up um, past the front yard, the trees are trimmed up, the mulch is fresh and in place, and now you get to the front porch. So one of the most noticeable, almost works of art on your front porch is your front door. So I really am going to kind of talk about a few things to do with your front door. And I do think these are super, super important things to consider if you are considering selling your house. And a lot of this you can do even if you're a year out or two years out from, from selling your house. So I want to say that your hardware on your front door, meaning the, the lock set, the door, the handle that you use to open the front door, please make sure that that looks nice and shiny or whatever it's supposed to be, but that it looks, it doesn't look old. It's not starting to kind of flake off the paint, not starting to get some little rust spots on it. Make sure that hardware looks really nice. If you keep a good eye on websites online, you know, on Home Depot or Lowe's or Wayfair or Amazon or wherever you purchase that stuff, you can get some good deals 
It is a project that you should be able to do yourself as well. Um, So make sure that hardware looks really nice on your front door. That includes if you have a little knocker on the front door, that that also is in good shape as well. And make sure that it's easy to open. So I know there's some complicated, very fancy locks, and that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. But if you're if you have to kind of hold the door forward while you jiggle the key in the lock and maybe need some graphite in there, that is not a good hardware set whenever an agent that has never been to your home is struggling to open the front door. At least here in South Texas, buyers start thinking, "Ooh, is this settlement? Is this a need for foundation work that we can't open the front door? Um, Is this a maintenance issue? All the things running through people's heads. Um, So you have to think an agent showing your house has never been to your house is looking at their cell phone screen checking to make sure you don't have an alarm, checking to see what code they need to open the lockbox and get in the front door, while probably answering buyers' questions all at the same time that are standing behind them. So let's um, let's do a good thing for that agent, make a good impression of your house, and make sure that hardware is smooth and easy to open the front door, and it looks pretty too for the buyer standing you know, two feet behind their agent. Also, um, if you have a wreath on your front door. So that's not always the case. Sometimes you have a really pretty beautiful door and we don't want to cover that up and distract with the wreath. But if if your door really doesn't have anything special about it, um, I would really suggest a wreath. And sometimes you know, that works even with a really pretty door, but that can just create a really nice um, burst of color on that front door. Uh, It's something you take with you when you move, but a wreath can really make a good um, first impression and also a doormat at the front. So I will leave that to your discretion, what kind of doormat you want, except for that. I just ask that it maybe be something without a, you know, bunch of sayings or something on it. Welcome is okay. Um, But maybe just something floral or a solid color or just the the black and and beige color that's fine too but a nice pretty doormat that doesn't look like it's really been used we want it to be really welcoming and feel fresh and clean for anyone coming to the front door and also kind of looking at the trim normally front doors have some wood trim around the outside and we just want to make sure that that looks in good shape it's fresh it's clean it doesn't need to be wiped down or anything like that maybe it needs a fresh coat of paint as well um, and then also just making sure your front door in general is in good shape so whether that needs just a little bit of old English um, wiped on it with a clean cloth or maybe it needs to be refinished restained we can make recommendations if you need someone to help with that or maybe it needs a fresh coat of paint just depending on the front um, whatever front door you have but please make sure that that front door just looks crisp and clean and welcoming because those buyers are making judgments about how well you take care of your AC and what you've done if you've ever discovered a problem in your house really by what your front door looks like um And if you do have a glass storm door on your front, there are times that we have told people to take those off just because they can be distracting from a really pretty front door. Um, But if you are going to leave your storm door on, 
please make sure that it is also opens very easily um, and that that glass is really, really clean and any little side windows you have around your front doors are also very, very clean and spotless. Um, also on the front porch, I know we're spending so much time on this front porch, but so is your buyer. So that's why we're touching on this so much. Um, if you are getting close to selling your house, then I would suggest if there's room for it, if there's room for it to put a potted plant on your front porch with some pretty flowers in it, something maybe that doesn't require a lot of maintenance from you, it can just be something pretty and green in there, you know, some grasses or something, or maybe be mums if you're trying to sell in the fall time. Um, but a potted plant can really give the impression that you are there at your house all the time. You're taking care of it. You're watering that plant. It's welcoming. It feels fresh and inviting to people. Um, it really can do so much for that first impression. Um, we also just want to make sure that if you do have a front porch where there's enough room for you to have a little table and chairs that if you do have a table and chairs out there that the pillows on those look fresh and not bleached out by the sun and that the furniture or table out there also looks in really good shape. Um, a lot of people uh, tend to feel like that makes a great first impression by having a little seating area in the front. Um, you just want to look up. So when you're standing at your front door, also look up and around and make sure you don't have any wasp nests or barn willows haven't started to make nests on your front porch. No spider webs, anything like that. You can sometimes power washing can kind of help you knock some of those down or just a long broom um, also can help you. But that is really important just to make sure there's no little creatures that have started to make a home on your front porch. I know it's hard to sometimes take some of those bird nests down. But again, if you are considering selling your house, your home has now become a product for sale. And we just have to keep in mind that we need to make it look as crisp and clean as possible. Um, also, I want to say that your doorbell, that's something that sometimes gets overlooked. So if your doorbell doesn't function or your doorbell is starting to crack those little plastic doorbells a lot of times you press that doorbell a few times and it starts to kind of crack and and crumble apart um, just from sun rot I guess you know dry rot on that front plastic door so um replace that doorbell if it's starting to look at all in disrepair because Every agent's probably going to ring your doorbell, and that's more more attention than your doorbell's probably had in 10 years. Um, if you do have a ring or nest-type doorbell, the, the ones that record um, motion, I just want to say I'm not telling you to take that off. Um, sometimes people are really eager to look at when agents are coming to their house and, and everything, but it can make people a little uncomfortable, I have to say. Um, so I would leave that up to you if you decide to take that down and put a regular um, original doorbell back in its place, or if you do want to leave that up, um, just keep in mind that that is fixed to the house. So you're likely going to have to leave that if you have that up during showings. Um, but those recording devices, I won't get into all that. I'm definitely not an attorney, but there are some legal complications if you are listening to what people are saying when they're touring your house and things like that. Um, so just just a thought that it may be a good idea to take that down and put a regular doorbell up. And of course, 
that is something that you get to make a decision on. But just just my thoughts, sometimes people feel a little uncomfortable um, being on camera, knowing that you're watching them. They kind of want to hurry up and get off your front porch and hurry up and get through the house if they feel like they're being watched or they feel like their children are on camera whenever they are coming up to your front porch. Um, so just a few comments there on that. Um I also want to say uh, when you're standing in the driveway of your house to just check your numbers that are on your house. So we talked about the curb numbers, but also just check the actual numbers that are attached to your house and make sure those are um, very you know easily read and clear and in really good shape. Um, if they're just kind of old and plastic and they've been there for 20 years, it's really not very expensive at all to go and purchase maybe some new brush nickel, pretty um, numbers to put up there uh, that, that really look good. That can be a little quick, uh, you know, couple hour project on the weekends. So that is something I would really encourage you to consider. And then also, I know we talked about this on our last episode as well when we were talking about home improvements, um, but the lights, so they're called sometimes you know, carriage lights that are beside your garage door. And then a lot of times you also have a light on your front porch. Sometimes that's overhead. Sometimes that's mounted to the wall, but just make sure that those look good. I've had clients um, just kind of take those apart and clean all the glass, the front and back and inside and brush out all the little bugs and that's good enough. And they look good again, or maybe they need to be removed from the side of the house. Maybe just kind of sanded the rough spots, sanded off and spray painted. And then they look good again too. Um, sometimes you need new ones and that's a, that can be a little bit of an expense, but again, with some careful online shopping, you can find some good deals on that too. But we just want to make sure that the light bulbs work in those. They are not dusty and dirty and dingy and full of little gnats and things like that. We want to make sure that those look crisp and clean as well. So Really, those are kind of my main points for today as far as making first impressions. But just keep in mind, you are the director of first impressions of your house when it's going up for sale, except for that you will not be there to direct the show. So try and do your very best to work through those things think through those items and give them a little bit of extra attention because they can really help to make or break the first impression that a potential buyer has of your home. So I hope you have enjoyed our show today about first impressions. If you have, I hope that you will share this episode and maybe our entire podcast with a friend or family member that you think would benefit from listening to it. Um, we also would really appreciate a great review on Apple iTunes that really helps other people better discover our show. As always, if you have any questions or comments for us, we would love to hear those. The good, the bad, the ugly, just the ideas for future episodes as well. You can reach us at teamwilsongroup at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-M-W-I-L-S-O-N-G-R-O-U-P at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me at 210-621-4153. We would love to hear from you. Thank you.